Hi there, everybody. Glad you could join us here on localjobnetwork.com radio. This is Moving Up the Ladder, where we look to aid in the success of your career, no matter which part of the ladder you're standing on. Now, for this episode, we're tackling the idea of networking and the various ways you can potentially connect with others. Of course, with today's technology and social media, the question often comes up, is virtual networking or in-person networking more effective? To break down the pros and cons of each, we have Madeline Roberts, Senior Social Communities Coordinator at American Public University System. Madeline, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, it's our pleasure to have you on. And uh, of course, this is a topic that comes up quite often, but it's always worth discussing. And uh, on the same side, everyone kind of has their own idea of what networking is or how they would describe it. But how do you personally define networking? Well, to me, networking is really all about making personal connections, you know, whether it's in person or virtual and whether it's a formal organized networking event or just meeting somebody at an alumni function. You know, it's a great opportunity to meet somebody who you might collaborate with in the future or somebody who can help bridge the gap between you and a new career. There are some people out there that would say, you know, I just want to do my work. I want to work on these things myself. Sure, I'll connect when I have to. But other than that, not really my cup of tea. Why would you tell them, though, that this is really an important topic to be able to understand, develop that skill a little bit? What would you pitch to them as your argument for that? Well, you know, I think there's been a real shift in career culture, you know, Mm -hmm. 20 years ago, people were lifers. And so they started at a company and they stayed there until retirement. But now we're kind of with a generation and not just based on age, but kind of this generation of, you know, online media, this digital age where we're not staying at jobs until retirement. We're staying until another one or a better one comes (laughs) along. Not only that, but there are layoffs uh, and shutdowns that can threaten your job security. So it's important to have these networking skills, whether it is you looking for the next best thing or event that you lose your job. Well, there's definitely some great points as far as um, the changing culture, as you said, and and how we uh, think about our careers as well. You brought it up, and I mentioned also at the top of the show that obviously modern technology, ways to communicate, uh, a lot of different avenues now for networking. But if we focus first on the idea of virtual networking, what do you see as being some of the, the best advantages of doing that? Again, networking virtually and being able to utilize maybe some of those online connections. I think that the best thing about virtual networking is just the variety of people that you can connect with. Mm-hmm. So whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, all of these you know new platforms that are popping up. I've had conversations with people from all around the world at right. all hours of the day. I can also carry on multiple conversations on completely different topics at the same time. I can participate in these events and sort of these in-person conventions I can participate from virtually from the comfort of my couch. And that's just something you can't get with uh, an in-person networking. Now, on the flip side, then, what about some of the drawbacks possibly or mistakes that come about from the idea of virtual networking as opposed to making those connections in person? I think the drawbacks and mistakes, I mean, they're similar to some of these challenges that come with with virtual networking, which are really just getting past the fear of the unknown Mm. and accepting that this is a new way of networking. That can be a huge challenge for people to accept. Um, In-person networking has been the standard for such a long time that it can be hard to open yourself up to a new way of connecting with people. I also think that one of the mistakes that people make is thinking that virtual networking isn't for you. I read a statistic that more than 70% of U.S. adults actually use social networks. And so that includes people of all ages, in all industries, all walks of life. So, you know, whether you're a teacher who wants to change school districts or a foreign policy analyst just wanting to do research, 
this virtual networking will connect you with people who can help you move your career forward or help you kind of advance in the task that you're working on. Now, one aspect that I didn't necessarily uh, plan on talking about, but I wanted to ask when we're discussing this idea of virtual networking, is there too much information? Can you sort of be overrun by connecting with so many people, spreading yourself so thin, or so much of your own information being out there or putting yourself out there too much? Do you ever see that as being a, a possible drawback? Yeah, I think that privacy concerns are completely valid. You know, you want to make sure that the networks where you are connecting with people, you have your privacy settings in a way that prevents you from, you know, being spammed or being, you know, reached out to by people that you don't necessarily want to connect with. Yeah, I think that's just definitely something that a lot of people uh, is a concern, as you said, maybe maybe the older generations a little bit or, or something they're diving into uh, a little more often. I think it's uh, just one thing to keep in mind. So let's shift gears then to the idea of in-person networking, um, obviously still valuable, but what would you point to as, for one, the advantages to doing it that way as opposed to virtually, and then also the disadvantages compared to the online way of connecting? So one of the advantages uh, is actually the same reason that people still like going to stores and working with people in an office. It's Mm -hmm. that face-to-face connection that you really can't replicate in a virtual setting. I mean, yes, you can do, you know, Google Hangouts or Skype uh, conversations, but it's just not the same. Um, It's a lot easier to ignore someone's tweet than it is a tap holder at a networking event. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely one of the advantages is that face-to-face connection. At the same time, though, in-person networking can be extremely intimidating. Um, Even for someone like me who considers themselves very social and outgoing, it can be really intimidating when you walk into a room and it's just dozens or hundreds of people all there for the same reason and everybody wants to make uh, an impactful connection. So, you know, it can definitely turn some people off. Now, do you think there are also some factors that might make in-person networking more effective depending on the circumstance? Uh, You know, some examples of whether it be the ages of the individuals involved, a certain industry might work better if you're connecting with that in-person idea versus virtually. Uh, Do you see any factors like that or or any other ones you've noticed? You know, of course, it's going to depend person to person. And I have attended some of these general and then more focused networking events. But for me, and I work uh, in marketing for a university. So for me, it's more effective to network either with other marketers or with people who also work in the education industry, because we have this immediate bond, this immediate connection. But right. you know, if you're if you're not sure where you want to go with your career, um, or if you're you know just looking to connect with other professionals your age, then it might be more beneficial uh, to network with a broader group of people or at a more uh, general event. Another part of this thought process that people often have, um, and maybe it's just sort of a general discussion that people are talking about sometimes, is that we do so much of our work or connecting or networking online, and our communication is via email and IM and all of that. Does that in some way make it more difficult for us to transition back to the in-person networking? Yeah, I think it it definitely can make it more difficult. You know, we uh, we get so used to communicating over email that even just picking up the phone and talking to a colleague right. can be more difficult. But I think it's important to switch things up. So it's not just about networking online. You know, you need to meet people face to face. You need to switch things up and, you know, try going to a happy hour event or, you know, a lunchtime social with, you know, other lawyers in your in your demographic or in your geographic area. Um, I think that not ignoring one or the other is important. 
Now, I have a little bit of a challenge for you, and I, I did give you a heads up with this, so hopefully uh, it worked out okay. But I was hoping you could give the listeners a couple of examples of possibly the way you would connect with the same individual. So one example would be of networking with this individual virtually, and then how you might network with them in person. And just a quick comparison of how the two might sound or look like, again, because our listeners usually enjoy examples like this. Well, yes, I do have an example, and thank you for the heads up. Um, so earlier this year, I um, attended a social media conference in San Diego. And one thing that I was really impressed with is how the organizers were able to get attendees involved before the actual event. Mm. Um, now, yes, this was a social media event, but I think that it can translate to other industries. So once we were signed up for this event, all of the attendees were encouraged to join the event's LinkedIn group, their Facebook event and uh, follow the event hashtag on Twitter. And so by doing all of those things, I was able to connect with people virtually. And since I knew that I was going to get the chance to meet them in person in San Diego, I actually made plans with a few of them to, to meet up before different sessions and connect in person. At the same time, I met people for the first time at this event in person, and then I've been able to stay in touch with them virtually uh, on social media because we either exchanged business cards or twindles um, or just other ways to get in touch with, with each other. No, I think that's a, a perfect example of how they can really work together and um, just being able to utilize that. I think that's a, a great example for our listeners to take away from some of what we've been discussing today. Now, I did want to go again a little bit off the board when it comes to, again, the idea of social media um, being so huge now. What would you offer up in that case of, of virtually connecting and networking with people? What would you offer up just as maybe a a couple of things to look out for, be sure that you're not engaging in that could be troublesome. The thing that you have to remember is that just because you're on a social network doesn't mean that it's just for sharing photos of your, you know, your babies or staying in touch with uh, members of your book club. It's really about creating a personal brand. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's Instagram, where you're sharing, you know, these personal moments, or it's on Twitter, where you're live chatting TV shows, if that is public, then it can affect whether that's positively or negatively your personal brand. And so it's just important to remember that people can see what you're putting out there. You know, once it's on the internet, even if you delete it, it's never really gone. <laughs> right. um, so it's important from, from the beginning, whether you were, you know, in the career that you want to be in right now, or, you know, you're looking for something in the future, it's just important to keep in mind that, that hiring managers can find that information uh, and you just want to always promote yourself in a positive way. Always a good reminder, I think, for people. No matter how many times we hear it, I think it's, uh, it's a good thing to have in the back of our mind, as you said, if you're, if you're online and engaging. And maybe some, like you said, some back and forth about a TV show. We are uh, getting close to our time here, but I wanted to ask you, regarding the two forms of networking, what would you like to leave the listeners with as far as what's important or other items for them to remember when it comes to successfully networking? Again, on either, you know, either type of way, uh, in person or virtually, um, if you have specifics there, or just in general, how you can be successful networking? Yeah, so I have a couple things that I um, would like people to remember after listening to this. So the first thing is that, you know, we're not saying that virtual networking is better or worse than in-person networking. I think they really complement each other. And I hope that my example of meeting people in person and virtually and then connecting with them in the opposite way, you know, that's kind of a good example of, of how they can complement each other. Something else to remember as you approach networking is to keep two questions in mind. How can other people help me and how can I help them? So the people that you're meeting at these networking events, 
in person or virtually, they're also trying to advance their careers. And so if you approach networking with a really self-serving attitude, then you are not going to come across as a valuable connection. On the other hand, if you are able to offer insights or suggestions, then other people will be more likely to connect with you or consider you for opportunities in the future. All right. With that message, we will close out this edition of Moving Up the Ladder. Again, we've been talking about the ideas of networking, both in person and virtually. And as our guest today, Madeline Roberts mentioned, they really go hand in hand. You have to use them both effectively. Uh, And she has left us today with some tips as well. Once again, Madeline Roberts, she's the Senior Social Communities Coordinator at American Public University System. Madeline, thanks a lot for coming on, sharing some of your insights and giving the listeners a nice example as well of how they go together. So thank you very much. Yep. Thank you. It was my pleasure. And of course, as always, if you want to reach out to us with any new topics or give us some feedback, you can reach us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com via email. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN is where you can communicate with us there. For everyone at LJN Radio, once again, I'm your host, Tim Yuma. We'll talk to you later.